0: You're listening to the Osleisure Podcast Network. For more details, go to ww.osleisure.com.au
1: forward slash podcasts.
0: Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Osleisure Traveller Podcast for Thursday twentieth of march two thousand eight. I'm Mike Sussex sitting in for Richard Maguire this time around. On this episode, we're back once again talking to tourism boards in the UK, and it's my very great pleasure to introduce Sir Thomas Ingleby, who is the owner of Ripley Castle in Harrogate, North Yorkshire, who is speaking on behalf of England's North Country Tourism Board. Good morning, Sir Thomas, and a very warm welcome to the show.
1: Good morning. How are you? Oh, very well indeed, thank you.
0: Excellent stuff, excellent stuff. Just looking forward to a long Easter break, yeah?
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, uh, the daffodils are out and the primroses are out and everything's beginning to look as those springs going to arrive.
0: Ah, oh, that's just perfect. We're we're coming towards the end of uh, summer here at the uh, at the end of March, so all that stuff's going to go away for us, so you're quite envious of you over there, to be honest.
1: Yes, I bet you are, yes. <laughs>
0: brilliant so now sir thomas you're speaking on behalf of england's north county uh, tourism board so i'd like to start if i can with just some general information about uh, the north of england um it sounds like rather a large area to cover um i assume it in, uh, encompasses a whole bunch of counties what would you tell us about that
1: it is. Well, if you look at the map, I mean, it covers the whole of the top half of England. Uh, we start at so roughly halfway up the country and um, go right up to the Scottish border. So we we stretch from the Scottish border in the north to Yorkshire and Cheshire in the south and incorporating the island Man in the Irish Sea. So it's it's a huge chunk of terrain.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much sort of half the uh, UK mainland, isn't it, really?
1: Yes, it is, and I'd have to say it's the better half of the UK mainland as well. Well, of course you would, of course you would. I'm
0: sure uh, when we were to get to people from the south of England, they would say exactly the same about their place as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I them. they're all like.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, right, so with all that uh, space to cover, I guess it would be a fairly broad mix between towns, cities and open country. Would I be right there?
1: Yes, you would. Um England's north country includes a mixture of everything from the wildest and most rugged of terrain um, through to some very progressive, glamorous cities. Um, the region boasts five national parks, seven areas of outstanding natural beauty, and miles and miles of heritage coastline.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. These
1: expanses of open landscape are dotted with towns and villages, and then the major urban centres really run from east to west in the south past the region, so it's a great belt across the, uh, the country.
0: Excellent, so a good mix there then good mix yes, good. Um, so what would be some of the cities that are in the uh, in the area that uh, is covered by the uh, england 's north county
1: well, the, um, the cities include uh, York, which is the most beautiful um, city, very full of heritage with the uh, Roman walls running round it particularly at this time of the year with the daffodils are very spectacular, uh, Chester, which has very similar sort of atmosphere and history to it. Um, Durham, with that lovely cathedral overlooking the river, uh, Lancaster, the modern cities of Manchester, Leeds, Newcastle, Gateshead, Mm -hmm. Liverpool, Sheffield. um, Liverpool particularly, which has been designated European Capital Culture uh, for this year. Um, For the last 20 years, these cities have undergone major urban renaissance, and now offer some of the country's finest cityscapes. um, Sheffield particularly has been transformed in the few years I've known it. And um, you know, have done fantastic works in the
0: middle. Brilliant, brilliant. So I guess uh, with all those cities up there and uh, so obviously so many people in the area, there's got to be some really good transport links so that uh, folk coming from overseas can easily get to the cities and have a little look around. So you know how would people go about getting uh, to, say Leeds or York or something from London?
1: Well, if you're um, landing at London Heathrow or any of the major airports in London, you can catch flights up to um, any of the city's regional airports, to uh, leeds Bradford or Manchester or Doncaster or Teesside. Um, Mm. And indeed, if you're flying from Australia, some of the international flights fly direct to Manchester Airport. um, Oh, excellent. So that's right in the middle there. Yes. Oh, brilliant. um, Also, if you're in London, you can come north by train, uh, it takes an hour and three quarters to get from London, King's Cross to the City of York um, and uh, just over two hours to get to Manchester. So um, it's very oh, good for our service and very comfortable.
0: Oh, well, that's that's, that's really quite good then, isn't it? So it's not scary to go up north at all.
1: No, it's not, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Um, okay, so we've got heaps of stuff to cover uh, today and, I get you know, with such a huge area, there's so much to fit in. We're never going to be able to put it all into uh, a single episode. But... Uh, You know, if we could talk about, you know, some of the things that people would expect to find when they arrive, let's say if we start with Manchester, most people have heard of that place, but with, you know, the football teams and everything that's on the telly, Coronation Street and whatnot, what can uh, people expect to find when they get to a place like that?
1: Well, no visit to Manchester would be complete without a visit to the Manchester United Museum. Um, and a tour for football fans. And of course, if you come out of season, you can go watch the club themselves. And um, mm-hmm. they just pulled off another fantastic 2-0 win last night with Ronaldo scoring both goals. Right. Um, another fantastic way to get to see the city is on uh, one of the many walking tours, such as the Industrial Powerhouse Tour. Um, there are also tours for music, architecture, and fashion. Um, or you can go and visit one of the award-winning museums, which include the Museum of Science and Industry. Um mm-hmm. There's uh, this, the Centre for Urban Culture. Uh, the Manchester Art Gallery is one of the, the country's best. Mm-hmm. And um, the two architectural icons at Salford Quays. Um, the Lowry Art Centre, um, where all the Ellis Lowry um, works of art are, are yeah. displayed. And the Imperial War Museum for the North. Mm-hmm. Um, but Manchester is also a great place for shopping and live entertainment. It's got a, a very vibrant club culture.
0: Mm-hmm. So lots to do for the youngsters as well then.
1: Oh, it's a tremendous centre. Yeah, absolutely fantastic.
0: Excellent. And what about Liverpool? That's another, you know, world-famous place, isn't it?
1: Oh, it is, yeah. Well, I mean, no-one can talk about Liverpool without immediately thinking of the Beatles. Oh, of the course. And, um, the uh, there are lots of things. Yeah, the, the full Beatles tour is an absolute must for anyone who, who wants to get back to the, the 1960s right. and remember the days of their youth. Um but uh, Liverpool um, is, has a very special celebration this year because it's celebrating its status as European capital of culture. Right. Um, so this is an, an astonishing year to go to Liverpool. There are literally hundreds of special events and exhibitions on. Uh, and and um, support. McCartney's been playing in several concerts um, right in the centre of Liverpool. And lots of the other famous Liverpudlian artists have returned to play at home. A um, great place to start in Liverpool is the World Heritage Sites on the waterfront. And mm-hmm. then take a ferry across the Mersey and enjoy the bars, shops and museums of the Albert Dock. Right. Um, you can also go to the, uh, the Liverpool National Museum's collection of eight leading galleries, including the Walker Art Gallery in Tate, Liverpool. And oh. of course, the Anglican Cathedral, the largest in Britain, is a, a tremendous landmark right in the centre of the city.
0: Right. So, I mean, it sounds like there's a whole bunch crammed in there. Is Liverpool like a really large city, or are we talking something sort of mid sized or is it all just really densely packed?
1: I suppose by British standards, it's probably fairly mid-sized, but it's it's an easy place to walk around.
0: Oh, right. Okay. And so what was this um, European capital of culture for 2008, yeah? Yes. Right. and um,
1: That's where um, cities can bid for this title, and it, it goes to, to various European cities hmm. um, over the course of the years and um, to get this title they have to be able to demonstrate that they are um, an outstanding place to visit for all the arts so not just for music but for uh, the uh, paintings and um, yeah, right. in every sense of the word
0: oh wonderful, Well, that's, that's brilliant isn't it
1: and it uh, really does give the place a festival feel for the whole of the year
0: well yeah, a 12 month party sounds good doesn't it
1: <laughs> yep, oh, it has been so far <laughs> well, very happy, live
0: above, yes. oh, I reckon there would be. Um, so if we uh, head out of uh, the cities for a little while and we head more into the, the open countryside, what would you recommend people there uh, go visit?
1: Um, well, the countryside up here is a real treat. And, um, yeah, it, it, if there's one reason to come to the north of England, it really is to see the countryside. Mm-hmm. Um The beautiful Lake District is extraordinary. That's in the northwest of the region. Right. And um, just sort of uh, uphill from Liverpool. And um, if you saw the uh, the film on Beatrix Potter, um, you'd have seen many of the the landscapes connected with that. Um, But William Wordsworth, uh, the famous poet, and many other artists and authors have been inspired by the beauty of the Lake District. Very tall hills, lakes in between, excellent for walking, mountain Mm. biking, Doing um, all sorts of activities, or just for staying in a lovely hotel and enjoying the landscape. Wonderful. Um, and uh, then the other two places really are the, the, uh, the Yorkshire Dales National Park, which is uh, the whole of the Pennines, the, the ridge of hills that run down the, the centre of the country, mm. north to south. And um, here the Green Dale stretch as far as the eye can see, and uh, they're crisscrossed with our famous ancient dry stone walls. Right. And uh, little villages and towns dot the landscape. Um, each of them has a village pub and lovely cosy accommodation. Hmm. Um, again, you can explore the area by foot or uh, on by bike or um, in a car. Right. And then further north, um, the place to go would be uh, Hadrian's Wall, which uh, still stretches Very from famous. west to east. Very uh, yeah. famous. Um, built in the 4th century to mark the northerly point of the Roman Empire and uh, keep the Scottish out, which has always struck me as a very wise and sensible precaution. <laughs> um, they speak highly of you and, too, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, today you can uh, walk or cycle the full length of the wall or just visit one of its incredible visitor centres to learn its history. Right. Um, and then finally, across in the uh, northeast of the region, the North Yorkshire Moors. Um, now, this is really famous for um, two... Um, it's the, the James Herriot books. Right. Um, the veterinary who uh, works in this part of the world. All creatures great and small. And then Heartbeats, which uh, enjoys, I know, a very big following in Australia. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, those wild moorland scenes are, are just fantastic. Um, take a ride on the North Yorkshire Moors um, steam train, used as the Hogwarts Express in Harry Potter. Oh, wow. And uh, you can actually take dinner on the train, which is a lovely experience and well worth doing. And that takes you from Pickering up to Whitby. And Whitby is famous for two things. Firstly, it's where um, um, Captain Cook set off from to discover Australia. And then, secondly, the Abbey was the inspiration for Frankenstein.
0: Um,
1: And Whitby has become a a sort of centre of attraction for the local Goths. Um, (laughs) So, once a year, they have a Goth festival, and all these people um, in the most bizarre and fantastic outfits all assemble in Whitby. And they're very peaceful and having a lovely time. It it makes for very good photography.
0: Brilliant! Oh, it just sounds awesome. You've just got to, you've got to go there just to see that uh, that festival, don't you? By the sounds of it.
1: Yeah, certainly <laughs> unusual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. Now, talking of places to visit, um, there's a castle that you run, actually, It's a Ripley Castle in Harrogate. I'm sure you've got heaps to tell us about that. Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, my family married into it. Um, next year we will have been there 700 years so as right. wedding presents go it's been remarkably long lived well indeed um marrying into it was cheaper than buying it or building it we're still working out what to do with it that's no, right it's better um, than a
0: toaster isn't it
1: definitely better than a toaster we're still uh, yeah, very happy with this and um yes you can imagine with one family living there over 700 years it has got the most extraordinary history well uh, quite and uh, you know, the characters in that include Oliver Cromwell, who was held at gunpoint by one of my ancestors overnight in the castle. Right. And um, we ended up on the wrong side of the Guy Fawkes gunpowder plot <laughs> and the Catholic persecutions. And, and you name it, we ended up on the losing side of it. Okay. Is <laughs> Is that really a claim and, to fame? <laughs> um, it does make a very interesting and entertaining tour. And um, the castle's set in, in uh, lovely parkland with a lake in front of the castle and deer right. grazing the grass just over the lake. And um, we've got five acres of beautiful gardens as well. Wow, that's and quite. The village of Ripley is uh, is almost as historic as the castle, and uh, well worth the visit. Well, I mean,
0: the, the village, of course, would have been built around the castle. That was the way that
1: it generally was, wasn't it? Uh, yes, that's right. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. The castle was built really to protect the the village and the district around it.
0: Yeah, excellent. Well, that's just wonderful, isn't it? So it's a it's quite a large castle, is it? Um,
1: no, it's not really. And um, by standards of The Castle Howard or Blenheim Palace were probably a small, um, semi-two-bedroom, semi-detached castle, I think. (laughs) Um, An unusual description. (laughs) Yeah, to make up for the lack of bedrooms, we do have our own hotel, The Boar's Head, um, which is in the middle of Ripley Village, and that has 25 bedrooms and uh, the people we like we invite to stay in the boar's head the people we dislike we invite to stay in the castle and we never see them again <laughs> it's a wonderful system never fails oh, wonderful it's bound to be we a ghost friends in friends checking anonymously into the boar's head because they don't
0: want to stay with us Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's brilliant is there a website yeah. that uh, folk can find out about uh, Ripley Castle? Yes, Oh, excellent. I'm sure you'll get a whole heap of people uh, from Australia having a look at that now. I hope so, yeah.
1: We, we have that great Australian redeeming feature. We don't take ourselves too seriously. No, well, that's really obvious. So it's brilliant. In English, but... yeah, that's brilliant. That's
0: absolutely brilliant. So what about any other personal recommendations on historical stuff, seeing as we've uh, been led down that particular uh, alleyway? What would you recommend for that?
1: Well, I think the north of England, yeah, one of the main reasons for coming here is because we do have this fantastic history stretching back over 2,000 years. Mm. Um, and I think that's what people from Australia really enjoy is coming here to see the old castles and abbeys. And um, I would certainly recommend um, going around the historic houses, places like Castle Howard, Harewood House, Newby Hall, and a lot of the other you know, smaller but less well known but still fantastic Stigley homes in right. the region. Um, we've also got some great castles, um, it, places like Bolton Castle and Middleham Castle, and you know, uh, uh, the great castles on the north Northumberland coast, mm-hmm. and Lindisfarne. A lot of beautiful ruined abbeys, Fountains Abbey, um, is an absolute must-see, a World Heritage site. Right. Um, and I also love gardens and. Um, yeah, I'd go to the Anneke Castle Garden in Northumberland, which the Duchess of um, Northumberland has done extremely well. Right. Uh, the Levens Hall Topiary Garden in the Lake District is another one that's um, an absolute must-see. And then around here, <coughs> the Royal Horticultural Society Gardens at Harlow um, which has uh, improved incredibly in the last ten years, and um, yeah, really must go and see that. And Newby Hall.
0: Excellent. I mean, you can't uh, you can't say there's not something for everybody. Yeah, it certainly is a bunch. No, whatever, you, whatever your
1: interest, you'll find lots to do here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it certainly does seem like there's uh, an attraction or something every every couple of meters.
1: <laughs> yeah, the great thing is here that yeah, we're not, our roads aren't as crowded as the the south of England, so you can get from A to B much faster and um, yeah, with less worry. Oh.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Good, so uh, we're actually uh, coming to the end here real quick. It seems to have absolutely flown by. But um, before we uh, wrap this up, could you tell us a little bit about some of the events that are happening in and around the area? I mean, with Liverpool being the European capital of culture, I mean, there's got to be basically an event every weekend, I guess. But uh, what are some of the biggies? Yes, uh, certainly, I
1: mean, Liverpool has a very full... uh calendar this year, and, and that's well worthwhile. Um, you'll see um, loads of country fairs while you're over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great Yorkshire Show, which is the third biggest in the um, in the country, um, which is what you'd call a state fair. Yep. That takes place uh, in the middle of July each year, um, or if you're planning ahead, you might like to see the tall ships um, that'll be in Liverpool this year and in the northeast in 2010. Um, England's Gold Coast in the northwest plays host to the Open Championship this year, right. and there's a full calendar of other international sporting events across the region. Um, yeah, with Test match venues at uh, Leeds and, and Manchester. Yeah. Um, Durham also hosts international cricket. Um, So there's a full list of events on our website whenever you plan to to come. There'll be something special to see. That's
0: brilliant. Now, you mentioned the website there. What would be the website address for folk to go and have a look at so they can get full details of all this? Uh,
1: The best website to go to is www.enjoyengland'snorthcountry.com Right, okay. Um, That will get you to wherever you want to go and tell you all the things that's wrong in the region. Well,
0: that's excellent. I mean, we'll make sure that uh, a link to that website there and to your own Ripley Castle, because we can't leave you out, uh, will be in the show notes that accompany the document, uh, which accompany the episode, rather. And also, we'll link to all of the stuff that you've mentioned just now so that people can go and have a look at those things directly Mm. and uh, they can build a full itinerary of stuff to do when they come over to visit uh, the north of England.
1: Lovely. If I can put in a special plea, if there are any ageing cricketers out there, um, the Air New Zealand Golden Oldies Cricket Festival is coming to Harrogate in August 2010. Right. And um, I know that there are about 20 teams from Australia who are already planning to come mm-hmm. out, but we'd love to see a few more. Excellent. Um, so if you want a full week of cricket in the manner it should be played, um in a fabulous region on village grounds with pubs next door to them um please look up the golden oldie spots and come to harrogate for a week excellent that'll be a perfect place to explore the region you know
0: that sounds so good i'm a massive cricket fan myself and you know being from the uk originally I've, i've been to the village cricket ground and seen it played and i've been to the county grounds and it's just the best day out um well,
1: when I was playing in uh, New Zealand last week at the, the previous festival, um, I actually played a game last Monday for, the, for a team called the Brookfield Brumbies, just outside uh, um Brisbane. Oh, cool. So if there's anyone from the Brookfield Brumbies listening. <laughs> Um, thank you very much for the game. We had great fun, and we stopped. Oh, excellent.
0: Good on you. I guess that's what would we'll be called in radio terms, a shout-out. So uh, well, well yes, done for that. Definitely. <laughs> well, Sir so Thomas, it's been an absolute desi- delight talking to you today, mate. It's, uh, it's been wonderful, and uh, heaps of information there for, for people to, to go and look up and come and visit when they come over to the north of England. Uh, so thank you very much for coming on the show. It's my pleasure. Okay, thanks very much, mate. Cheers, take care. Well, that's it for this episode. Our thanks to Sir Thomas Ingleby for his excellent insights into England's North Country. Richard will be back with you next time, talking to another tourism board from somewhere in the world. So we hope to see you all then. Until next time, see
1: you later. Expressnet is proud to host the Oz Leisure Traveller podcast. With great value and even better service, choose Expressnet for all your web hosting needs. Hosting packages start from $0. That's right, you could host your own website with Expressnet without paying a dollar. See our website at expressnet.com.au for details. Conditions apply.